Innovating by Paul Birch. Episode 1, A Class Act. Now then, here we are. Getting right bosky with good ale and good company. You're not drinking? Come on, raise a glass to King George in the year of our Lord, 1828. No? Right queer one, you. Don't look like you belong with my salt. And at the same time, you fit right in. I like the shape of you. I liked it first time I set eyes on you, when we picked you up on Great North Road. A whisker south of York. You look like you're wanting. We've room enough if honest Jen thinks you're square. He's no turpin, and if he were, he'd already be toes up. He looks an honest port. Well, get him aboard then and be quick about it. It appears we have stopped our progress to pick up a vagabond. You be wanting inside the coach or up top. More comfort for more shillings, as I reckon you already know. I assure you, there is no more room inside. I have barely space to breathe. The good parson is opposite, and we are both, Lord have mercy, stuck with a dragoon, who appears to me to be three sheets to the wind, if you'll pardon the expression. And I greatly fear he has relieved himself during his slumber. Perhaps, Mrs. Hamilton, you would like us to exchange positions. It might be a little drier on my side of the vehicle. I what thought I paid same as you. We get chat like the straw under your feet. The size of you, missus, ought to pay double, seeing as you want what making horses work harder. Cheek! This insolence is insufferable. We're in a coach and not a church, Parson Hendry, so I'll speak my mind. I will swap with you, Parson Hendry, and I thank you for your pains. I am but a servant of the Lord, Mrs. Hamilton, and I would gladly cast myself before the lions if it would deliver one such as yourself. Parson Hendry, we have travelled from Bawtry, and this journey has been such a misery that should a lion present itself before we reach Edinburgh, I may very well take the beast up on its kind offer. Young Jem, what's the hold-up? We're paid to move this lot, not listen to talk. They in or out? They are not coming in here. I say there is no room. Tell them, Mr. Uh, Hamilton. I will, my dove. Garb, there is room enough up top with me. I'll take your shillings first. And then I'll take your things and stick them in your basket. Mind that stink. Someone's got some ripened luggage in there, bird extra foot smell. Chuck it in basket. Put your foot up there. That's it. Now put me crutch under your ass and I'll shove you up. Like this. There. You have my hand. I'll pull you up now. Don't be afraid. Just sit you down and hold on to the run. That's it. Wonderful. You safely stowed? You look pale. It's a height, I know, but lean in and most likely you won't fall off. And believe you me, it's better up here with the birds than inside the coach with the miseries. I'm afraid my good lady wife, Mrs. H, 
is heavily afflicted with a sad case of the aversions. She is averse to travel, averse to people, and particularly averse to joy of any kind. <laughs> if the last ten years of our marriage is any yardstick. What's that you're saying, Mr. Hamilton? I was saying we could take our new guest on top of the carriage, if they be so willing. It's a little rocky, but the air is fresh and the company merry. I fear, Parson Hendry, my husband enjoys the common pleasure of handling horses. He prefers his travel to be vertiginous and places himself at great risk every time we leave our front door. Sometimes I wonder, would it not be better for you to break his cheerful head? An early death might teach him a thing or two, since he will not listen to me. Are you fearing for my safety, Mrs. Hamilton? Fear not. Rash Tom, our coachman, has promised me a turn or two with the whip in exchange for an extra shilling. I shall drive to York as if I were Wellington at Waterloo. Young Jem? I'm aboard. Then yeah, and yeah, I say! Might I take the reins now, Tom? Surely. We've time to make up since we've lost a little on our friend here. Ah, yes. A mysterious friend, plucked from the open road. Would it not have been easier to station yourself at an inn and await the carriage in comfort? Or are you a rogue, on the move, no ticket to track your steps, no name in a ledger for the Lord to mark and follow? Montague Hamilton has always wanted to meet a rogue, here tall tales of gastards, ear-do-wells, and creepings about in the dark. He don't speak much, do he? He fought sound. Oh. He's smiling, so he can't be. I found the further south one travels, the less one smiles. <laughs> Not from abroad, are you? Not a Frenchie. Because if you are, there's such a goon down there who'd shoot you. Leave him be, Jem. If he don't want to talk, why should he? Too much talking goes on round here, if you ask me. You led them aboard without a ticket. Are you in league with the devil? This could be a good story I could tell over supper. No, devilry. Needs to put bread on my table is all. So I'll take all who pays. See them fields? Oh, I see them. A glorious yellow. Mrs. Hamilton doesn't know what she is missing. Fields of corn. Nature's bound. Them fields is cut by men will get the same wages as me. Yet none of them can turn a horse, or drive through rain or snow, or risk his neck in the dark. So I takes the extra when I can get it. I says, I takes the extra by shouldering folk who want to travel, but don't pay the coach company direct. Uh, I think he wants you to remunerate. Take the reins now, as you was wanting, Mr. Hamilton. Must I squeeze for silver? Uh, jolly good. I shall quicken our pace. No. You keep some at a trot. If you burn out the horses like candles, then we'll end up stuck in the dark. Gentlemen, it's quickness, especially on these roads. I have the reins. Did you hear that, Mrs. Hamilton? I am driving us. I am in control. Yeah! God save us! Mr. Hamilton, you are five and three and beat a box to stand on to reach our pantry! I am Helios, driving the chariot of the sun. I am a titan. You are not a Greek god. You were born in Doncaster. Why then, will you not leave us in the safer hands of the professionals? I said slow and regular. Of course, Tom. Begging your pardon. I shall use the back bears to break us a little. Here. Well then, my friend, I'll squeeze you now for a sovereign, as is my due. It's here down there. Paid you, Jem, not me. And it's me what drives. 
Here's my hand and my open purse, and I'd like you to keep neither waiting. You paid your money, but you held your tongue. Rightwise, when you consider the company we were in. A drunk dragoon, a pious parson, and them iron mighty amatons. I mean, everything looked right enough. Assume he was heading for trouble. your peepers on the road, Mr. Hamilton. Boat's full of holes and we could lose a wheel and more. But eyes on the road, sir! Of, of, of course. Rich folk pay extra to take a turn driving. No one gives the guard much set filthy looks. The glad to me when things turn dark. I keeps an eye on things. You might want to have a care. What were you travelling alone? There's wickedness about. Oh, yeah. If you're in search of wickedness, I'm all to be found in York. Dragoons are all about town, including the one pissing his pantaloons down there. They got on with no other soul at Retford, which is curious. There's a parson below. Watch for him. For all in tough right shifter. And then, Mr. Hamilton there, plays the jolly fool. His hands tell a different story. Take the time to get a peek at him. What's that? Eyes on the road! I'll be taking reins back or else. Understood. I shall be vigilant. Slow and steady wins the race. As for that Mrs. Hamilton, and that queer stink. Oh no! Look there! What? I see nothing. Bend in the road. Can you hear him? Hear what? Looking at the ready, Jem. We've trouble in the road. What? What's happening? Are we about to be robbed? I say, make a ready, Jem. I'm loading enter. Take the reins back, Mr. Holtby. Mr. Holtby, is it now? Well, Mr. Hamilton, given what's round that corner, I reckon I will. Now a bark, Jem! That I will. What is happening? We're being robbed. Oh, they will take my father's gold watch. Oh, jeez, you'll preserve my watch. Lord, a highwayman has come to murder us all. It's because of that stray, that albatross we took on board. We have a Jonah, and he's brought the curse of God upon us all. We're going to lose our lives. Cows? All that fuss for cows on the road? It's a good job then you was driving slow, Mr. Hamilton, or we would have hit them before I had time to take reins back. Mm. It would have toppled us for sure, and God knows who would have lived or died. Died? Why have we stopped? Are we being robbed? Is it a highwayman? Tell them I am prepared to give them my father's gold watch if he will spare us. He, here, is a treasure. Ask him, sir, if he wants it. I think this highwayman would rather have a milky. Another one should get him on their way, Jem. <laughs> Bloody farmers. I think these days they'd have thought to build a fence. Go on now. Get out of it. Out of it, I says. I... I, I could have killed us. But you didn't. It, it, it could have been the end of us. I told you, Monty, you're behaving like a fool. Parson Hendry, perhaps you would be gracious enough to exchange seats with my husband? Then I could at least keep an eye on him. Well, uh, I don't know if I... So kind. Down you come, Mr. Hamilton, before mischief occurs. Down, I say. Down. I come, my love. I'll fetch Vicar. But I... I'll get you up there, Parson. Here you are. <laughs> One shove closer to your maker. Cows have moved, and so should we. 
Come on. Yeah. It's cold up here. Fresh as all. One could easily fall if one has a mind to. I didn't realize our journey would be so interrupted. Stopping at this inn and then at that inn. Change horse here and then change horse there. It's a wonder anyone gets anywhere on time. If you don't change horses, you might as well use Shank's pony. Horses are more used to riding than pulling. They got to carry the weight of coach and us who's on it, not to mention luggage. Them's good for 20 mile and no more before a switch. Anyone who says different don't know no better. I just thought it would be quicker. You want quick, Parson? I well, I do have a matter which requires my immediate attention in York. If I may be so bold, Mr. Holtby, and given our lack of progress so far, might a fresh shilling move us onward a little quicker? Quick it is then! Yeah! It's straight road from here to the next turnpike. Flat, too, so we can afford a little speed now. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, well, now this is much more what I had in mind. They call me Rash Tom. I'm careful when the way is crooked, but given half a chance. Get ye up now! Oh, 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 perhaps this is a tad too much. Please do not rush show on my account, sir. Might I pay you another shilling to slow things down? Ain't doing it for you, Parson. I'm a first on. Besides, I lose out if I'm late. And Rash Tom is never late. Cows or no cows. Yeah! Please slow down. Oh, sir, please, forgive me for calling you an albatross earlier on. Prevail upon this fellow. Exert him to slow down. Please assist me. Do not remain mute. Up now, yeah! Look on there, Tom. It is a mail coach. My God, they're coming straight towards us. Get out of the bloody road. I should never have taken a carriage in the first place. Oh, Lord, deliver us. This is the end. Oh, my God.